Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. back to yet another edition of uh, The Thought Police. Which they is, said it uh, would never last. They said it would never last. You know what I was thinking just the other day? Where did it all start? It all started when you invited me to debate you at yeah. the Groucho Club. That's right. Uh, in what I could only describe <laughs> as a very hostile atmosphere Fibro. for me, uh, because normally I'm preaching to the converted, but yeah. on this occasion... Well, within about um, four minutes, you were yeah. being called that. I did. People, people were swearing at shouting me, at shouting, at shouting at me. I did get some support in the end, which is yeah. what I was hoping for. But yeah. but yeah, we suddenly thought, this is quite good. Yeah. We should argue. A lot of people are, are uh, enjoying the fact that we have a little joust and also really enjoying the fact that we go off on sort of mad tangents. Well, tangents, yeah. With, with, for no reason. Mm. And actually, I was listening to one the other day and laughing away to myself because I'd sort of forgotten what we'd said. And it was quite a funny story. But you know what we should talk about today? Because Boris is carrying on with his you know, mission to leave on uh, October the 31st, but yeah. he's madly spending as much money as he possibly can. I think it's seven and a half billion so far. And also, I keep hearing people on the radio saying really stupid things like, we're going to stop him having an election before October the 31st. He's not having an election no. before October 31st. No. Why would he? No. There's no point in having one. No. He has one after October 31st. I, think, I, I, think, I, I suspect he'd win, actually. But I, I don't think, think he'd win against the Brexit gamble. Party, but he will win once we've left yeah. because the Brexit Party will cease to exist, right? Such is the state of crapness that the opposition is in at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jeremy Corbyn, as we talked about last week, is down the toilet. He's not looking any better. Tom Watson... Uh, also now humiliates old uh, John McDonnell, yeah. who goes up to Scotland, sits in the uh, uh, the chair with Ian Dale on his on his show, That's right. and tells him, "Oh yeah, we'll be backing you with the second referendum." Yeah. And even the leader of the Scottish Labour is going, uh, going. Sorry, he was going nuts. I'm sorry, that's yeah. not our policy. He said something like, "I just wish these English MPs wouldn't yeah. keep on coming up and making it up as I they mean, go does, along." Does he think that like when he says things in public that he's just saying it to one audience and it doesn't get yeah. reported? Just to the six people listening yeah. to Ian Dale. At the well, French. that's a bit harsh. <laughs> I quite like it in Dale. I love it in Dale. Listen, here's the thing though. But then then he has the temerity to suggest that he's going to put Jeremy Corbyn in a cab and send him around to Buckingham Palace to take over the country. Well, he might put him in a cab and send him to Buckingham Palace. I mean, I'd be happy to put Jeremy Corbyn in a cab and send him back to his mansion in Shropshire from whence he came. Can you imagine him pulling on the gates, trying to sort of schnickling his way through one of the Japanese tourists? It's got to be said, one of the greatest moments of parliamentary debate was that time. Remember when he first became the leader and he got up and he said, and I was over in Brussels only the other day and do you know what people said to me and everyone shouted all at once from the Tory benches who are you <laughs> <laughs> oh the great moments 
But I mean, talking about the Brexit party, Nigel Farage, yes. uh, your nemesis, uh, has got is himself he? into a bit of trouble, hasn't he? Well, he yes. must be your poster boy for hate. By yeah, the way, I must say to you uh, that I've had a couple of complaints from people because uh-huh. uh, apparently the new European yes. has got um, uh, this week. I think it's got some kind of quiz, yes. which is uh, Mark Francois's <laughs> guide to. Um, you know, what, the Second World War or something? It's word search, yeah. Right, well, if you can oh, find that page in there... Well, no, but I'll tell you why they've been complaining to me. Go on. They said, why have, paper, they said, why have they used a picture of you? They, they <laughs> say that you've used me as the image to sell it, right? Which can only be... Oh, this is brilliant for me, because you'll have to go and buy a newspaper to see how funny this is. <laughs> well, it does look a bit like me. nationwide. You don't see... Yeah, there you go. People oh, think no, it looks a bit like me. That's unfair, though. It is unfair, isn't it? It's very it's funny, though. It's meant to be from Mark Francois. Mark Francois. It's the World War World World Word Search. <laughs> Adolf Fokker Churchill. Lucky Fritz. Esprit. Victory. That's very good. Yeah, it's Excellent. very funny. It's done by a guy called Tim Bradford, who, okay. uh, who is an absolute talent. Yeah, well, you'll have, to, you'll have to go out and get yourself a copy of the New European. Yeah, and it's I the one with. You it's not me. It's the one with uh, Boris Johnson and Jeremy Corbyn sitting in deck chairs trying to wave the tide back, and it says pair of king canutes. Very good. And you can anagram that all you like. You can, and if you pronounce it wrong, yeah. uh, like some people always used to pronounce Jeremy Hunt's name wrong, yes. you could be in a lot of trouble. Well, it's it's all meant to be there. Yeah. Do you know that the story of King Canute is wrong? I know. Everybody says that he's, he was there yeah. holding up the tide. Actually, yeah. he wasn't holding up the tide. That's everybody uses it as if to say, "Who do you think you are, yeah. fucking King Canute?" Yeah. And actually, he wasn't holding up the tide at no. all, was he? He was he actually was, bringing it on. Well, no, he was demonstrating his weakness. I think rather no. than trying to. Yeah, I think he said to his courtiers, "You, you know, you think I'm all powerful, but I what, can't stop watch the tide. This, stop yeah. tide, and right. came on in. Okay. You know, the other one that's always wrong, mm. which is constantly misquoted, yeah. is." Uh, is the Midas touch. Oh, yeah. Because everyone thinks, how marvellous. Yeah. Touch everything in terms of gold. Yeah, but yeah. It, it was a curse. Because, ah. you know, he, every, he couldn't eat. All right. the food turned to gold. It's like everything. that guy in the yeah. advert with the, um, what do you call it, the Skittles, isn't it? Everything he touches That's turns right, to Skittles. Skittles. Which is great if you're a kid. <laughs> the Skittles touch. I love that. That's one of those really stupid adverts that I That's quite great. like. That's great. You know, imagine if that was the problem you had. Everything you touched would just turn into Skittles. I'm sure Ovid would have included that into <laughs> To his metamorphoses, had he had yeah. Whatever Greek is for Skittles. Yeah. yeah, but let's talk about old Nigel, because for yeah. some reason he's getting it in the neck, just because he's taken the piss out of the royal family. He's gone off on one, hasn't Which he? everybody does, don't they? I mean, you know, I'm, not, I'm quite surprised that, it be, given his image that he's supposed to love all things British, yeah. that he's been quite so, um, yeah. shall we say, louche about well, the royal family. I mean, it's the first time that I've agreed with him, you know. But he's so, not wrong, is he? He's not wrong. But this is all. where it's interesting, though, because I think there's going to be, again, a few lefties who are going to be sort of stuck in a rut going, uh, we want to try and take uh, Farage down a peg or two. Yeah. And he's actually saying all the things that we agree with. Well, I think the, the problem is, I mean, yes, all the lefties will agree with it, but and, and I'm sure I think he's right, and I think, you know, all the stuff is meant in jest, but it will offend... Some of his kind of hardcore died in the. Do you war. think? I think so. Yeah. Do you think well, they, I don't. Th- I mean, not. not these flag waving. Well, I mean, he's, what has he said exactly? He said the Queen Mother, you know, drank like a fish, didn't look after herself overweight. very well, yeah. but Gin lived until she was a hundred and whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, which I don't think is actually to me a negative, is it? Well, I don't know. He called her a, what was it, an overweight, gin drinking, fag, Did he? smoking something. I didn't hear that. Quite bit. Abusive, yeah. Was it? Well, I mean, he said she she didn't look after herself very well. And she yeah. drank every day, which yeah. is, everybody kind of knows, right? Yeah. 
Um, and then she, he, has, he, has a, he didn't really have a go at the Queen. He said that she no, he said she was marvellous. Going to be around yeah. for a long time. Yeah, then he had a go at Harry and Meghan. Yes, which, which I agree with. Which everybody knows yeah. is the case, right? Harry has been completely and utterly, you know, gobsmacked by this woman. Yeah, and has been taken in, enchanted, bewitched, yeah. whatever word you want to use. I could use another word, but yeah. I'm not going to because yeah. it's a bit rude. But you know, <laughs> he's basically been, you know, bewitched by the woman. Yeah, you know what I mean. I thought she was, and it wasn't until someone explained to me. I thought she was like a major. No. American TV no. star. She's a nobody. She is nobody. She's got like a small part in some series. No well, she's watches. in the show called Suits, right? right? Which I was listening to, I have to say, not that I do it normally, I was listening to it, I think, because it was the week after. Do you know that show that got into trouble with Joe Brand? Yeah, Because yeah, she talked yeah, yeah. about throwing acid White at shot. people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a show that's actually produced by Victoria Corrin. Right. So I listened to it the following week. I think it's called Heresy or something like that. Yes. And it had some comedian on it, but typical kind of lefty comedian taking the piss out of the royal what family. funny. Well, it wasn't funny, no, actually, no, because it's really edgy to make jokes about Donald Trump, you right, know, go on, go and on. it's really not, actually, it's more, yeah. it's more edgy to make jokes about, did you see that woman, um, Harris, what's her name, you know, the um, senator from California who oh, everybody's yeah. raving about, yeah, yeah. have you seen what she did on Twitter no, she this week, she goes, happy Eid Mubarak to everybody, right, yeah. one tweet, next tweet, a few hours later, I finally got my hands on my favourite, a pork chop, oh. So there's a picture of her at some open sort of fair, God. food fair, eating Almost a like pork chop. Yeah, but she must have. It must be a, just a stupid American yeah. blunder. She can't. But there goes it, no. there goes her bloody uh, credibility. I mean, how yeah. can you be that thick? Is no one looking after her? Well, who knows? Who knows? Everyone should have someone looking after their Twitter. Yeah, well, we both agree with that one. Here's the thing, though. Um, you know, and he was making jokes about about the one thing he did say was quite funny. He said suits is like one of those. Um, you know, when you watch a mafia film, and they've got this shop front where everybody goes in, but they don't actually do anything. They don't sell yeah. anything, yeah. they haven't got anything, yeah. they've got no inventory, they're just sitting there yeah. you know, drinking coffee and murdering people. Yeah. Um, same, he says Suits is like the TV version yeah. of that. Nobody's, it's not really a TV show at all, because no. nobody's ever seen it. Well, but people do hate it, don't they, in the media? I mean, people have got well, it. Well, I think the trouble is, I don't think she's very nice. I think that's right, the problem. Right, In I what mean, regard? Well, I think a she's snotty. a bit snotty. I think she picks people up and uses them and then drops them. Right. I mean, Piers has written about how they used to be used to be quite good friends with her. Piers can't stand that. And then she ghosted him, right. basically, you know, which is the new term that you use for basically never what, answering man. anyone. Hell hath no fury like somebody who scorned Piers Morgan. Well, I'll tell you what, he never gives up, does he? <laughs> then a Piers Morgan He just never scorn. stops. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, you know, brilliant. I mean, by the way, we have to drop in, we have to drop this in, that the new head of uh, UKIP uh, is called Dick Brain. Yeah, I know. That's Richard, just, I mean, Richard you Brain. must be doing something with that. Well, honestly. Of the new European. Sure, if, Although uh, UKIP is so boring now, it's, there's not really any point, Who is cares? There? We did a front page with them, like on a morgue trolley with their feet sticking out, and a sort of tag saying, UKIP, you know, death of the party. And that was about eight months ago, right. and I think we were right. You yeah. Know, Oh, well, I mean, the, th the worst news of all was that this was the guy, apparently, that Jared Batten recommended. Now, if it had been the person that he hadn't recommended, I might have had some hope for them. Yeah. But, I mean, Jared Batten, the guy who thought hiring Tommy Robinson was a good idea, getting that idiot uh, Count Dankula and that other wanker, uh, you know, Sargon of Akkad to stand. Oh, I mean, just complete morons, right? Where do they find Just because they're on, popular on YouTube, you yeah. know, let's get them. Yeah. The trouble is, right, my belief about all these people who are so popular on YouTube politically is that they're all buying their own followers, that basically... You know, I mean, I, I've had a few run-ins with that Dankula guy, right? Because he's a disgusting individual. Yes. And I've had a few Twitter moments with him. And the number of people that pile onto you if you start having a row, it's inconceivable to me that they're all just, you know, different people. Right. They have you think to they're be... All bots I think they are. I think they are. Because yeah. don't forget, when you're on YouTube, you get money 
depending on how many hits people give you. And if you create a whole load of fake accounts, yeah. and then you get them to hit your videos, you're suddenly making money. Do you know there's a website you can go onto? If you Google uh, how real are my Twitter yeah, followers, right. and you can put any account in, yeah. and it'll tell you what percentage yeah. of... Somebody did that for me, yeah. um, just because they wanted to be negative about it, and it said something like 25% of my Twitter followers fake, are fake. Right. But I haven't bought them. Why would no, no, you be no. stupid enough so, to buy no, them? That's right. But they are fake. Yeah, yeah. I had, I've had weird periods where, for some reason, there was one particular weekend a couple of years ago well, I get. I kept getting joined and signed up by, you know, followed by all these Japanese accounts, and it right. was like Japanese writing, right? Like dozens of them, and right. I'm going, what the fuck what is this? Well, I don't know. It was in Japanese. <laughs> I had no idea. But all I could see was was that they, they you're being followed by like thirty five of these accounts. That reminds They're me. They're all of, Japanese. That reminds me when email just started, and Richard Wallace, who was the editor of the Mirror, um, there was this very kind of very funny guy, but a bit dour and could be like quite tough to deal with, Connor. Connor Hanna. Oh, Connor Hanna, yeah. And, uh, he went off to work with Piers at he CNN. He did, yeah, he did. And he's still over he's there. He's still over and working. He makes travel programmes, I think, for Does CNN, he? doing really well. Okay. And uh, Fake uh, travel programmes, presumably, if you're no, doing trouble. No, totally, Jen. But uh, Richard Wallace used to... Why has he never offered me a freebie? Who? Connor? Connor? Yeah. Well, you have to go around and yeah. do a bit of work, I'm afraid. It's not mm. like the old days. But Richard used to love signing him up to weird newsletters like <laughs> Cheese Lovers... <laughs> That one. And Connor every day would get cheese of the day. Right. <laughs> Who the fuck sent me all this? <laughs> Brilliant. He was a bit dark, wasn't he? Because he came from the mean streets of Belfast. In yeah. fact, he came through Craig's office, yeah. wasn't he? And he kind of thought, because he had a brother, didn't he? He's got Laurie. Yeah, Laurie, he's got loads of brothers. Who was yeah. like a sports I think guy. There's, right? there's something. It's one of those big Irish families, mm. you know. Um, yeah. A lovely, I've met loads of them and they're all great. Right. But Connor, Connor was, uh, you had to break through a little bit. Yes. If he didn't respect you and he didn't respect me for about six years, yeah. he could be very hard. See, work. I knew Connor as well on sort of on the way up. So yeah. when he became the all powerful kind of master of time, space, yeah. dimension, yeah. I'd already known him quite a long time. So he and I always got on pretty well. Yeah. There was never really like an issue. Right? I know. And he, and he, really smart guy, an mm. amazing company, and actually a brilliant friend. And very funny, yeah. Very, Absolutely. very funny guy. Anyway, let's get back to Nigel Farage. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, I think it's kind of... I don't think it will do him any harm, in all honesty, because if he gets sort of harangued for having a go at the royal family, the obvious thing for everybody yeah. to say is, well, what about all these other people that have said things about the royal family? I think it'll blow over in a few days. Mm. I mean, it's it's something people will throw stuff at him. But I think it is an interesting question that he raises about, you know, once Her Majesty goes, yeah. which will happen at some point yeah. in the not-too-distant future... Who are you left with? You know, you'll get a short spell of Charles. Who I actually like Charles. Well, old Prince Andrew will be behind bars Prince in uh, America, well, right? You can't say that, can you? Well, can you? Well, you can He's because technically there are no charges pending. Yeah. Uh, I'm one of those who thinks that the story hasn't gone anywhere, right? Yeah. Just because this guy is dead, depending on which conspiracy theory yeah. you believe. I mean, when I, funnily enough, I was just happened to be on Twitter when it broke, and and I I think I actually broke the news to everybody certainly before anybody else because I saw it on ABC. I yeah. follow ABC. And um, before anybody else who follows me would have seen it, because Sky came out about 10 minutes later, BBC about 10 minutes later. And as soon as it happened, you know, I said to the, the mother of my children, I said, you watch the conspiracy theories on this one. Yeah. And sure enough, oh, but you know, minutes, Trump's yeah. killed him, yeah. Clinton's killed him, yeah. you know, any number of other people have had the royal family have yeah. got their hands all over it. That's right. And then people are posting pictures of how, you know, that's definitely not his ear. His <laughs> ear's been changed. <laughs> And that's definitely Anthony yeah. Bourdain, that's not him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people have gone completely crazy. Well, I don't, it is I, a bit kind of... It don't is. Don't you think the time is It's very fishy. Mad. But it's so bad yeah. that you can't 
I mean, maybe this is the theory that, you know, yeah. it looks so cack handed. Yeah. You know, the two guys who were supposed to be watching him forgot to check. Or well, maybe they thought that now that all those documents are in court, mm. then he would he would turn state's witness yeah. or whatever and blow the lid off everything. Right. Because he had no upside, did he? Well, I suppose he didn't. So but I mean, silence maybe so. But I mean, by the by the fact that there's a conspiracy element to the charges, they can still go after people like Ghislaine Maxwell well, and she, Prince Andrew. So she is the extraordinary thing for me. Yeah. Because, of course, she is Robert Maxwell's daughter. And Maxwell, when he fell off the boat or jumped off yeah. the boat or pushed, the well, boat was called some, Lady Ghislaine, wasn't some, it? Yeah, it was. It was some, pe- some people think that, in fact, he uh, was killed by Mossad, yes. which I don't buy. No. I think he killed himself because he had got himself into, into so much so debt, much debt yeah. and there was no possible way out. And he yeah. was such a pompous, ghastly, idiotic man yeah. that he couldn't stomach the idea that he'd have to be dragged through the courts and all yeah. of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's such a weird story. It's such a long-ago story that a lot of people yeah. probably won't remember. Also, if you were going to kill somebody, I mean, going into the middle of an ocean, finding a boat and getting, getting him out of bed yeah. and pushing him off a boat... But then, you see, bit. it's interesting, isn't it? All these kind of conspiracy stories, the reason they have sort of some traction is because of the fact that the circumstances are a bit weird. I mean, David yeah. Kelly yeah. is still, to me, a fairly unexplained death. I yeah. don't think for a minute that he was murdered by the security forces, and I don't think that Alistair Campbell wanted him dead or anything no, like that. Not, no. However, um, it's a bit odd, yeah, the circumstances under which he died. Well, there was a thing uh, where uh, there was either too much blood or not enough blood, wasn't yeah. there? Because th- the way that he allegedly killed himself, he cut an artery, and apparently this is a small artery. Yeah. And it, uh, it and closes also, up very quickly. Right. And so there must have been too much blood, I think. Or, right. But anyway, the circ- as And also said, he was meant to have taken a bunch of pills. That's right, yeah. And he also, they, there were stories about how he had arthritis. That's he couldn't right. possibly have done what he did to himself. Yeah. So, I mean, you never really know. The weirdest one for me has always been Diana. Yeah. Because, you know, the, all these conspiracies, her, you know, fancy a major international assassination conspiracy that yeah. would have been foiled if she had put her seatbelt on. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Come or on. been in a car that hadn't been chopped <laughs> in half right. and was not yeah. being driven by if a bloke who was high. If she was wearing a seatbelt, she's yeah. alive today. Yeah. Right? So, you know, yeah. stick that in your conspiracy file. I know. That is, but that is the trouble. But then again, are you going to sit there and say to me you don't believe that in any day uh, that we can mention or in any situation... You know, governments haven't murdered people. Of course, I believe that's happening all the time. Do you? Yeah, totally. So you can't kind of put those two things together, though, can you? Um, are you I, saying that they murder people that we don't know? Yeah, so I'm that saying that they are. Low I think, profile. I well, I think there are probably real life James Bonds out there mm. who are who are bumping people off. Yeah. Now and again, when it suits. I mean, I know that you know we used to send the SAS to Colombia, for instance, yeah. on w- weekends. Well, to we know take just, out drug dealing yeah. barons yeah. and stuff like this. Well, I mean, look at Death on the Rock. Yeah, you know, and that whole SAS operation. Yeah. And look at there's another there's a great movie called I think a very is it called a very British agenda? Or That's something? right. Yeah. Or the, it's but it's about the shoot to kill policy in Ireland, That's in Northern right. Ireland. Yeah. During the time, the, the thing that Stalker had to look yeah. into, you know. And we know John, uh, Putin's doing it. You know, yeah. he's done it here at least twice yes. that we know of. You know, yeah. Uh, shoot. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Do you know what I saw the other night, actually, which I should mention, is Chernobyl. I don't know if you've seen oh, it. Oh, that's amazing. Incredible, right? But the, one of the most incredible things at the end is where they say 
Um, because you find yourself going, you know, if it wasn't for that arrogant shit who was running the plant, yeah. you know, none, yes. none of this would have happened. You know, if they'd done it the way they should have done it, everything would have been fine. But the fact that at the end they say the Soviet Union's official figure for fatalities in that is still 31. That's right. They've never changed That's it. That's right. When it's, when it's estimated to be as high as 200,000. But it is, it's the most fantastic uh, box set, isn't mm. it? I mean, if you, you forgot just how horrific yeah. it was. Because well, funny enough, I was in America in 1986, yeah. so it was a slightly different view, because, of course, for them, it was very much a case of, well, the Russians are fucking going to ruin the world, we're going to have to do something about this. Yeah. Whereas in Europe, I imagine, um, it was a more frightened kind of people who were worried that there was going to be some toxic cloud yeah. coming over. I remember well, Scotland was quite concerned at one point. Well, uh, Scandinavia was, a... was picking yeah. up all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, but I don't think at any point anybody <coughs> realised just how bad it actually was. No. You know? Well, because, of course, we didn't find out until, no. you know, quite long into the whole uh, episode. I but think maybe a month when they started finally evacuating the area. Yeah. You know? But all these poor firemen and the kids and the families, who, they just went to watch the fire yeah. know, and all of that, and they all died. And I know. Horrible. Incredible. But, but it, is it on Netflix? I can't remember. Was it's it on... Um, I, I watched it on Now TV, because we don't have right, Sky, right. but we occasionally get Now TV and watch right. a bunch of stuff on Sky. Right, so I think but you should watch Sky. it if, you've, if you can get If that, you haven't yeah. seen it, yeah. And funnily enough, I then watched a thing that, uh, that I found on, uh, online, which is a little report about the dogs of right. Chernobyl, who are still there, right? right? Because the dogs that they tried to kill, famously, you know, yes. in, in the thing. Yes, a great scene. Which is a great scene. Yeah. Um, they didn't get them all, yeah. right? So there's still quite a large number of dogs. With two heads and in, Well, funny enough, no, they're fine. This is the funny thing. They're fine. And almost all of them have got no radioactivity at all. Amazing. And they've been breeding and they've been feeding each other. You know, they've, so they've now got, there's now like vets going in and like spaying them and making sure that they don't breed too much. Yeah. But they're literally the dogs are fine. It's taken. They've taken over the city. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, they're just places roaming. It's with an the, extraordinary thing, isn't it's it? Incredible These cities story. that are like lying there latent. You know, yeah, there's been some evacuation or something. Yeah, there's one in in Cyprus called Famagusta. Okay, where I remember Famagusta. Yeah, so yeah. it's right on the border. Yeah, and on the green see, line. Or that's whatever right. But it's down in the south on the right. coast. And when the Turks invaded. Mm. Uh, they did it like incredibly quickly, like right. in a day or something okay. like this, and they advanced much further than they should have done. Right. And the people in Famagusta, I think I've got this right, they either panicked or they actually did come as far as right. Famagusta, and they evacuated it. And then it's become this sort of disputed oh, town. Really? But there's still washing hanging up on the really? This is like 40 years wow. ago. And cars in yeah. the showrooms and right. everything untouched. It's just like completely wow. as it was. You know, Do you remember that movie uh, Skyfall? Where they yes. go off to that island, yes. which apparently is a real island. I can't remember where it is. Well, you know the abandoned city yeah. where they shoot the woman in the head. Yes, because uh, you know. She's... Is that real? Is it that? Place? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know what the reason is to why everybody, you know, yeah. kind of disappeared. Gosh. But I think it's I think it's a real place. And you come across them in Spain now and again, where yeah. where towns have been bombed in the civil war and stuff, mm. and, they're, and they're you know all intents and purposes still there, but yeah. just completely abandoned. Yeah. Speaking of Spain and all yeah. of that, I mean, not that we're going to give away precisely where we're going. You guys, you're, you're going on holiday soon. We are. I'm going on holiday soon. So yeah. we're going to have to work out a few of the old uh, niceties of the podcast business. It yeah. may well be. We're not sure yet. You might just get, you certainly get two this week, but you might only get one next week. Yeah. And one the week after until we all get back to normal. Yeah. But I mean. I um, just had the most extraordinary shock this morning. <laughs> Honestly, mate. It was, I mean, it's the classic, yeah. you know, checking in for the flight. And we're going outside the European Union, checking in for the flight, and uh, my passport hasn't got six months left on it. Right. It's a week short of six oh, months. Oh, God. 
and we go tomorrow night. Is that and not something they would have picked up when you... Did you not have to put the passport in before then? No. Oh, so you, you only put the passport number in... Anyway, well, the, the, the place we're going wouldn't let me apply right. for a passport, right. uh, a visa, because it said, uh, you know, you, you need six months validity. So <coughs> did all the scarping round. And anyway, tomorrow morning at 5.30, I'm right. driving to Peterborough. Where there's a have you where made have you made this clear to uh, the important members of your family? I have. Yes. No. They can. All, they they all know now. Have you been given a, sh- a huge I've shellacking? Been, I have been given my. <laughs> a, well, it's it's very hard to notice what what changes. You know. Well, true. Before. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I'll go and get a new passport tomorrow. But thank God we're on a late flight tomorrow. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be screwed. Oh, so you're gonna go and get it, and I've then I've got to come go back. and get it, and they'll give it to you within four hours. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's places here in London, but there's no appointments, yeah. so Peterborough's the closest. Yeah. Otherwise, I was going to have to fly. I've to been to I've been to Victoria and done it before. Yeah, yeah. And I think the reason I, I actually just wanted to get it that day anyway because I didn't yeah. really trust sending sending my passport away. Because when I was a reporter years ago, I used to have two. Yes. Because you'd have two passports anyway. Yeah. Because in case you had to go to Israel, you That's couldn't right. go somewhere else. You yeah. know. Um, but also, if you don't have two, which most people don't. Um, if you send it away, you have to send it away and you can't go anywhere. That's right. And I never, as a journo, even though now I'm on the radio, it's not very likely, I still don't ever want to have to say to whoever wants to send me somewhere, yeah. ooh, my passport, my passport isn't, uh, I haven't got it. It's, it's in one there. of those things they always tell you, yeah. they always have your passport yeah. with you. Even yeah. if you have nothing else. I got yeah. sent once to uh, to Port of Venus by the Express and I was in Stamford's Wine Bar at the time, yeah. you know, as of you course. do. Yeah. Uh, and I had literally the clothes I was wearing, a pen, um, in my pocket and my passport and my yeah. wallet. That was it. Yeah. And they said, right, get to the airport. And I ran to the airport, got on a plane. There was a guy standing at the gate handing me a, a, a sheaf of money because yeah. that's how they did it in those days, right? Somebody else handed me a, a, big bag of drugs. a voucher for... Yeah, a, do you mind carrying this? Yeah. A voucher for a car, right? Yeah. So um, I, put, I bought a notebook, I think, at the airport. Yeah. And that was it. I was, just, I was on a plane. Amazing. You know, got down there and spent a bucket load of money in some shop in Port of Benus. I said, yeah. well, of course, I have to buy some clothes. Yeah. I bought like two suits, a couple of pairs of shoes, yeah. and then a shirt. It was fantastic. I, did, well, I had one of them when uh, Canary Wharf got bombed. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I remember that. bomb that went off. Yeah. And... We all Isn't got, that when live TV used to be in in, 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 the, in the, the top right, yeah. of the building and Nick Ferrari, I think, was doing a show there. Yeah. And they tried to continue broadcasting yes. while you know the well, the bomb was going off. That's right. Well, so we so the bomb went off. There's everything shook, and you, when you saw how far away it was, and you didn't you, have any warning or anything. Nothing. No. And there were two poor people. I used to buy a newspaper. Yeah, I remember the two guys, guys died. Two didn't guys were the only people. I was in the Express at the yeah. time, and, and we were in Blackfriars, and we heard it. Yeah. We actually heard oh, yeah, no, it. that noise. Everybody hit the So deck. it must have been loud where Ceiling, you were. Ceiling tiles, dust everywhere. You Jesus. Know. Did you know straight away it was a bomb? Well, no. Just a huge explosion. Right. But we thought it was like literally underneath the right. building, you know, but it turned out it was almost a mile away. Right. But Can you imagine if that had happened after 9-11? Oh, You'd have been god. absolutely shitting yourself. Oh my god, yeah. You but know. anyway, so we, as Nick Ferrari might have done, we, we carried on trying to get the yeah. paper out, of right. course, because, yeah. you know... Biggest story. Yeah, because I mean, journalists are famously massive idiots when these yeah. things happen. You go, I'm yeah. not. This is I'm not leaving. But you've got this huge story, yeah. on, and and we were going to be the only ones not being able to yeah. publish it because we were in the building that had been attacked. So anyway, we went out. I remember it was a freezing cold night. Yeah, the whole staff were ordered out by police, shouting mm. at us, "Get out!" Yeah, right. You know, really taking no shit. So we right. had to go, and. Um, I went up to Piers and said, look, you know, we've got the Daily Record office mm. in Scotland. I could I could get the paper right. out from there if right. I was there. And Piers said, just go, just right. get, go, go and uh, get a jet. Brilliant. So phoned up a, a Lea jet company and they said, be in Heathrow in an hour. Right. So we were, got, got into That's a car, to go. got to Heathrow, got to the private jet. Yeah. Fella, he's just flown in from Prague. He right. said, we were going to go home, but we'll run you up. 
and jumped into this Learjet. Right. 40 minutes later, we're in... So uh, what time did you get up there? So this was late at night, maybe about 9 o'clock okay. at night. It's pissing down with rain. Right. And the best thing about a Learjet, if you just by any chance you yeah. haven't actually flown in one. I have it's, actually. It's, have you? Yes. But it's like, you realise it's like a Ferrari jet. Yeah. And you look out the window and you're bombing around. The yeah. It's moving. It's fantastic. Well, it's the only way to fly. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, people who know me will know the, this yeah. story. But myself and, and Mike Parry got invited by Rod Stewart to go and watch a, a, an old firm game. Brilliant. Right? Because yeah. uh, he goes and watches a big Celtic fan. And, uh, you know, so we said to his PA... Well, that's great. What is it? A week on Sunday. Okay. Um, well, the thing is, you know, we're not sure if we're going to be around. I'm not sure. How would we get up there? I oh, don't worry about that. Rod will fly you up in his plane. Yeah. We went and met him at Stansted in the private jet park. Amazing. And just took, and it was the greatest experience Wonderful. ever. Not only because we were with Rod Stewart, yeah. but also because the pilot just kind of turned around and went, you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. That was it. <laughs> off. Take off. Gone. Yeah. You know. So we got to Glasgow. Four Tremendous. Minutes, right? And I've got, in my head, I've got like, these visions of the front page of the Press Gazette. You yeah. know, Kelly saves the mirror and all of this business, you know. Kelly's heroes. So we land at Glasgow Airport. So how much of the paper was done? Oh, God. Well, all of it was done. So but you none mean... of the story, you know. Yeah, yeah. So we needed to do the first right. nine pages or whatever. This thing cost three and a half thousand quid, this mm. jet trip. Right. And we got to Glasgow Airport, pissing down with rain. Yeah. Big, thundery night. And no one there to meet us, right? The airport shot. Right. Oh. So the guys on the phone, for about 45 minutes, we sit on the tarmac oh, until geez. some fella trundles up and says, oh, no, we closed the airport at 8.30. And then finally we get off, yeah. by which time the entire crew is back at the back in the London office right. working away. So, oh, so you didn't need to go? Didn't need to go. That's great, though. So you went on the lash. So I, got, I basically went on the lash. Yeah. I went to that lovely restaurant, Regano's. Regano's, yeah. Beautiful. Fantastic place. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah I mean... The, the, the things that newspapers could do in those days yeah. to get the newspaper out. Yeah. I'll tell you what's an interesting thing I wouldn't mind talking to you about. I don't know if you've got uh, a, 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 a chance to look at it. Have you seen the big furore going on about the New York Times and the Trump headline? Um, oh, because, the one they changed. Yeah, the one yeah. they changed. Yeah. Because the word out on the street is that um, the, the guy who was the duty editor or something of the New yeah. York Times um, wasn't in, right? right? And so the, the headline that went on page one um, was just done by somebody who was effectively like what we would call a down table sub. Yeah. Right? It wasn't cleared. They have no longer do they have a page one conference, which old newspapers in America really? used to have, yeah. because they've gone so far away from the uh, the paper part to the online part yeah. that all the kind of resources in a way and all the sort of cleverer people are online. Yeah. And so instead they've now got this thing. And I mean even for um, a paper that was pro Trump. Yeah. It was a pretty bizarre headline, you wasn't it? What it was, it was something like unity versus racism, That's wasn't right, it? Yeah. Trump goes for unity versus racism, over racism, over racism something, something like, like that. Yeah, yeah. But it was so weird yeah. that you would have thought that's the kind of thing you'd expect from a very, you know, Trump-friendly outlet. <laughs> well, you know, and then they changed it to something else which wasn't much better, really. Yeah, yeah. And you just think to yourself, well... There was a massive row about it. Huge round. It's still going to on. Change the the thing is yeah, is, is but it's done them a massive amount of damage. Apparently, yeah. they've lost a lot of subscribers over really? it. Yeah, yeah people wow. have turned against them, saying that it's absolutely disgraceful. But again, it's just a, a measure of the media in the world in which we live. Yeah. Because funnily enough, um, you know, some people were saying up until recently that the LA Times have been, you know, like signing up more and more subscribers. The New York Times the same because of all the fact of the fake news that's out there. Yeah. And people will actually want something that they can put their like, yeah. hang their hat on and go. Well, I know that this. Well, is this is one of the things news. I talk about this at newspaper conferences yeah. when I'm asked to go and talk about the New European and other stuff. And I say, you know, it, we are as journalists, we're lousy about telling good stories about ourselves. You know, and the most extraordinary oh, fact I think is, 
And I always say this, you know, it took Hollywood to explain to the people of Boston yeah. why the Boston Globe was important yeah. in the film Spotlight. Yes. You know, because when the Boston Globe did that extraordinary investigation, nothing happened. No. You know, it sold a few more papers mm. that day, they were in the news and then back to normal. Right. When Spotlight came out, the Boston Globe subscription base rocketed yeah. because suddenly people could see right. these are what's involved right. in an investigation. Right. Really. The months and months of legwork mm. and intelligence and risk taking yeah. and expense. And also, no one else will do that. And they're magnificently useless. Mm. Yeah. Most media organisations are promoting themselves. Yeah. You know, uh, because they've got the wherewithal to do it. I mean, yeah. how many newspapers do you say, or you could say with a with a sort of clear conscience, are brilliant on social media? They're not. Rubbish. Yeah. They're absolutely awful. I think the New European is. The New European is much better than most. Yeah, it is. You know, because you use your Twitter account yeah. and you use your well, social media and Facebook. To promote what's what you're doing. Well, the only reason we do that so much is that we've got no money. Because that's so yeah, it's the free, only way to do it. Free marketing. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, all the big sort of media organisations don't, you know, don't shout from the rooftops about no. what they're doing. No. Unless you're actually buying their product, you don't know what's in it. That's right. They're really shit at that. That's right. And I think they've got. Well, I don't think, also they keep talking about journalism. You know, mm. support our journalism. Mm. Journalism is important and all yeah, that. Yeah. Well, to most people, journalism is a bit of an abstract concept, yeah. isn't it? You know, it's like talking about plumbing as a thing. Yeah. You know, plumbers don't talk about plumbing. They talk about hot water. Yeah. Or keeping your house right. warm. And journalism should be talking about keeping your community safe. Yeah. And, and making you have a better time in life and all of these things. Well, it know? should be about information because yeah. I believe that information is power. Yeah. And that's why information has to be right. Yeah. It has to be kind of delivered by people who know what they're doing and who know what's wrong and what's right. Yeah. And the trouble is that it's all become a very grey area, isn't it? And so and nobody is, now trusts yeah. anybody who's in the mainstream media. I mean, the amount of times I get uh, people now saying to me, you know, well, we listen to your show because we trust you. But we don't trust the BBC. Fools. And for all, I know, imagine. <laughs> but, but, but the thing about the BBC, and I'll always say this to anyone, yes, there are things that the BBC gets wrong. And yes, there are people on the BBC that I think are paid way too much money. But by and large, the BBC is a very worthwhile organisation yeah. when it comes to the news agenda that they've got. However, I will say that Newsnight the other night, which I picked up on, where they had this ludicrous story by this ridiculous reporter who said that, you know, they'd spoken to some expert or other, uh, and 27,000, actually 45,000, I saw because I, I rewatched it. 45,000 cattle were going to be culled post Brexit in Northern Ireland. Was it bollocks? It was absolute bollocks. Yeah. The Farmers Union in Northern Ireland came out the next day yeah. and said, This is absolute rubbish. You know, it has been plucked, literally, this figure has been plucked out of the air. Yeah. This you is know? because they, they couldn't, they had no Apparently, they'd the have nowhere to put all the milk yeah. and the butter. And the cheese. Yeah. So they just have to kill all the animals. Well, this is one of oh, my... A load of old bollocks. One of my big things is media literacy, yeah. which is a bit of a buzzword now. But the fact that kids come out of school without knowing how news is made, mm. where everything you read has got an agenda, whether you understand that or not. Yeah. You know, just the way political lobbying goes on, the way the government operates. I really think if we're going to as a society, move beyond mm. the kind of shit we've been living through for the last yeah. few years. We've got to understand how news works. Yeah. You know, we've got to. Yeah, and you've got to understand the different players yeah. and the different uh, capabilities of different people to make news. Yeah, we should and do a special. We should. Do we, a, should. A, we should do one on... We should pick about six or seven case studies yeah. of fake news and yeah. how it happened yeah. and and where you know how people could have sensed where it was wrong. If it yeah. yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Could be a whole new podcast. We could we've, run, yeah. we've run out of time again. Oh.
I was going to tell you about power cuts. I'll do it next time. By the way, next week, some yeah. of the things we've touched on this week, like the BBC and yeah. stuff like that, we've got some fantastic questions yes. from our listeners. Yes. Who emailed thoughtpolicepod at gmail.com yes. and sent in questions. So tune in for the next one. Excellent. We'll be doing that. We'll see you next week. Bye. When you're on YouTube, you get money depending on how many hits people give you. And if you create a whole load of fake accounts, yeah. and then you get them to hit your videos, you're suddenly making money. Do you know there's a website you can go onto? If you Google uh, how real am I to yeah, followers, right. and you can put any account in, yeah. and it'll tell you what percentage yeah. you're... Somebody real. did that for me, yeah. um, just because they wanted to be negative about it, and it said something like 25% of my Twitter followers fake, are fake. Right. But I haven't bought them. Why well, no, 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 be no. stupid enough so, to buy no, them? That's wrong. But they are fake. Yeah, yeah. I have, I've had weird periods where, for some reason, there was one particular weekend a couple of years ago and I, get, I kept getting joined and signed up by, or followed by all these Japanese accounts and it right. was just like Japanese writing. Right. Like dozens of them. And I'm going, what the fuck what is this? Say? Well, I don't know, it's in Japanese. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs>